0: Do you ever wonder why some podcasts are so successful? Do you wish that you could replicate the success of some of the top podcasts? So do we. And we believe there is no harm in asking. So we're questioning everything about how podcasts are produced, hosted, and monetized. This is No Harm in Asking. I'm Eric Myron. And I'm Michael Kerr. Always happy to give my opinion. We review podcasts and look for clues
1: to why some make it big. And some don't make it at all. This week, we'll be reviewing Block Crunch, the crypto investor podcast, project breakdowns,
0: founder interviews with Jason Choi. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me. The free to use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. All right, Michael, before we get going, I want to set the mood. Here is a little piece from Avenged Sevenfold. I like them yeah so the point of that was (laughs) perfectly listenable (laughs) yeah so i did that just because the episode we're going to review today from block crunch is jason's interview with sinister from avenged sevenfold so this was really fun for me i was not familiar with this band they're a metal band yeah i wasn't either and but i do like their sound so I'm going to interject a little bit along the way in this episode of ours. So my
1: metal experience ended in the early 1980s after uh, a, meta, a Motorhead concert at the uh, CNA Coliseum in Toronto. Um, so <laughs> I can say that uh, that sounded good to me. So,
0: good, Yeah, no, they've got They got a great they sound. Got good sound. I agree. Um, and apparently they are really into blockchain, crypto, NFTs. Uh, this guy Sinister, whose name is actually... Brian Elwin Hainer, Jr. Right, better known for his stage name, Sinister Gates, or simply Sin, or you see him referred to as Sinister. Yeah, he is the lead guitarist, and these are a well-known metal band if you're into this genre of music. Right. So they have, he's got a Grammy, he's ranked number nine on Guitar World's Best Metal Guitarists of All Time. They have like, you know, millions of fans and... They, uh, they have done very, very well. Right. So but this podcast is all about Jason Choi. Well, our review is about Jason right. Choi. I'm just a little excited about. Okay,
1: all right. You, uh, you're, you're sinister, you, got, you and, found and a news. new, you found a new, uh, you know, a new <laughs> fan. You've got a new
0: fan there, sinister. In uh, yes.
1: in Eric Byron.
0: All right, so so go ahead. Tell me a little bit about. Jason, who's the host of this, he's from Hong Kong.
1: Well, I know. I, I think I'm glad you picked him because uh, I, I did not know about Jason. I mean, the takeaway for me for Jason is, is that this is a young man who's just mature beyond his years. I was very impressed with the, the professionalism and the calmness and the, the steadiness of his voice throughout the, the podcast. And when you, it's a cool, collective, yep. thought provoking, sort of in-depth podcast and he is clearly prepared so he has done enormous work to make sure that this podcast is pulled off to the highest level of professionalism i mean i have no criticism i i'm I'm just very impressed
0: with the whole thing all right well you're gonna gonna have to dig deep because you know we have to find something i agree but i think it's
1: i think it's worth noting because i of all the of all the podcasters especially somebody this young you, you just tend not to see this it's I mean, I yeah. I think he's a bit of a rare gem. And I think in this case, it's very difficult to emulate. You can do some things. There are some things we can talk about. Yeah. Though. Okay. That you're, maybe, you're really kind of... I know. You're, you're raging I, on this
0: guy. Yeah. You,
1: I, I, I do. I, I like I, the I,
0: band and you like the host. Yeah, I like And yeah, the host. Okay.
1: And, I, and, <laughs> and so let's see how we can help Jason, you know, make it a bit better.
0: Okay. Well, just a couple other kind of background comments here about this, this podcast. So Block Crunch, it is hosted uh, in Hong Kong here. So we're in Hong Kong. we That's how I spotted him, yeah. actually. So he's been doing this since about, yeah, February 2018 is when he started this podcast. So he's got about 200 episodes in. And most of his episodes are 45, 50 minutes long. Yeah. They range, sometimes they're as short as 30 minutes or 60 plus. But generally speaking, they're under an hour. And, you know, I'm okay with that. Of the episodes that I've listened to, they didn't seem to be kind of wasteful or slow. Um, They're pretty much packed with content. And even maybe sometimes he could go a little bit longer. And we'll talk about one of the ideas I had uh, there regarding some stuff he could add. But this is not your introductory topic. This is, you know, he calls it a crypto deep dive. Mm -hmm. And it really is. Uh, All of his episodes come with an expectation that you know something about blockchain and the crypto markets and investing and financial you know economies you know in in general right this topic pretty well right this is not for the the faint of heart almost sure. a different language if yeah. you will if you're not familiar with this stuff yeah I,
1: I would agree with that to some extent I mean I don't know if I would call myself a blockchain or a, a crypto expert but you know I could certainly follow along what was going on don't get me wrong I have yeah. some background in this. I really liked, particularly the fact that he let his he let his guests talk. So this was not this is not the Jason Joy show, right? This is yeah, much, and I know that we talked a little bit about some of the the statistics of this. That, yeah, that yeah, Jason I've... really lets his guest talk, and he's got the canned questions that he that he you know injects as needed. But this really is just a you know a, a you know let my guests talk about their expertise.
0: Yeah. So and I I think that. Um, and, and you're right. He does it really well. And statistically, I did run a transcript on on some of these episodes. Uh, this one in particular that we're uh, covering today with the metal band, his guest, Sinister, spoke I think 81% wow. of the time on the episode. So Jason was only 19%. Uh, again, I, I think this is an indication of a really confident, good interviewer yeah. who knows it's not about him. His questions are concise, so he doesn't need to talk for three minutes to yeah. frame it up and yeah, he get you not, ready he to didn't answer. Do that you
1: know, he didn't talk. The questions were not you know front end loaded, where he talks a lot about yeah. something and then finally gets around to right. the question. He would the the questions were on point
0: and direct and short. Yeah, um, and I love the fact that he didn't make the mistake that we've seen some hosts make, where they kind of get on a ramble yeah. and they ask. Three or four questions yeah. before they take a breath and give the the guest a chance to answer he didn't do any of that. Nope. he was very clear i oh, got yeah, this question go and this yeah. let them let sinister talk and Sinister himself was also he was a great guest, I thought um, he was very knowledgeable himself, surprisingly so for a well you know, this <laughs> is his thing obviously his band, his bond, yeah. you know his
1: band has gone full into the to the nFt crypto thing, and yep. he's dove into the deep end. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's why he's on the show. And uh, and they've yeah. obviously been very successful pulling this yeah. off. The questioning follows very much our, you know, original discussion on how we feel questions should be asked. So you start off with background information. So I was glad to see that the first question was, you know, how did you get into this? Talk to me a bit about, you know, how uh, yourself, Sinister, and the band had sort of gotten into this. And then he just let... Sinister talk about his experience. Boom, boom, boom. And then he followed it up at the end. He said there was a question from the audience. It was a question that talked about the future. Okay. Yep. So we always say, hey, end with the future. And then he interjected with a question around this sort of sideband that uh, that Sinister must have. Um, and that really endeared him to the guest. He'd obviously, again, done either A, his background work, or yeah. he was a real fan of the band and knew about a lot of this stuff. I mean, I, yeah. I really,
0: I really thought he he pulled this one off. Um, yeah. you know, and I got. prepped one of the questions. So we'll we'll go ahead okay. and, and share with you guys. <laughs> this is a clip from the actual episode. And you see an example here of Jason's preparation and him really framing up a concise question for Sinister to answer. But what, what's interesting to me is that, you know, rock and metal, my favorite genre, is always a little bit lagging in terms of embracing tech. And you guys have always been kind of the kind of clear exception here, right? You have the balls to write an album about AI, you create your own online school, you create your own game. So, but do you think that, you know, as a metal band, there's almost an additional barrier to convince your fan base to be more open to like the internet culture, to things like, you know, crypto, NFT streaming and so on? Yeah. So again, just as we've been saying, a, a great example Um, Jason Choi is a solid host. Now, I also want to comment, obviously, we've been praising him up and down here. Um, So he is a Forbes 30 under 30 guy as well, right? So he's been recognized. Now, the the note I have on him and his profile there under the the Forbes site describes him as co-managing a $450 million crypto assets fund at Spartan. So apparently, he's very right. recently now right. had a, had a change of course we know that you know as we're recording this the the whole crypto market has just like a lot of the economy of the world but the crypto market has really right. taken it a suffered. hit here yeah. so we don't know if that is what has spawned a you know a change for him but he's been at this for for several years and he's done say 200 episodes and i also think that this podcast is a really good example of A young man on a mission to establish his personal brand, Mm -hmm. right? To present himself as an expert in this area. And I love that, you know, he does, he listens, right? So he brings these people on, he lets them talk. And I can only imagine how much he has learned, both by the effort he clearly goes through to prepare for these interviews, so he does his homework up front. He does research on the topic, on the guest. He's you know ready to go. He's got some good questions. That effort to prepare for 200 episodes really has made him an expert. I think he really, really knows this stuff. I think he's been able to apply this in his own work um, outside of the podcast itself and managing these funds and investing, um, helping others invest in This marketplace and in cryptocurrencies, and so I think he has used this podcast very effectively. He's built quite an audience too. Uh, You made a comment about his uh, his Twitter. Yeah, his
1: Twitter following is obviously very impressive. He's got about one hundred and ten thousand Twitter followers, which I can tell you in Hong Kong. So Twitter is not a popular platform in Hong Kong, and so for him to be able to get you know pick up that kind of obviously picks them up from a global audience. Right. Um, But we we tend not to see local you know, local guys with that kind of following. Yeah. Um you, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. So and in, in, in his background, you know, I think he comes off quite humble too. So he, these funds that he manages um, are uh, other people's money. He obviously is a sharp guy. It's not that simple to get into an Ivy League university from Hong Kong. So he's obviously got some intelligence. You know, I, I enjoyed some of the backstory on him. I enjoyed that he, you know, he came obviously from Hong Kong where everybody wanted to be a doctor and a lawyer. He went to... The University of Pennsylvania. He looked around. Everybody was into um, entrepreneurship and startups. He said, "This is this is what really interests me. Where can I focus my attention?" Um, yeah. He was obviously a, a Wharton business guy. He's not a developer, so he doesn't. He doesn't. You know. Well,
0: you say he's not a developer, but he did go to a development boot camp. He did. He did, he did take did. the one. I, I did notice that he did. But he doesn't.
1: I, I don't. I mean, I don't. Know. He doesn't I code for a living. I don't think yeah. he codes for a living. So yeah. the, his focus is clearly. Um, you know, learning the business side advisory uh, investment and he's used yeah. this he's used this platform, this podcast as his uh, you know launch pad.
0: Yeah. For, so here's for another sense. thing I thought was great about this particular episode also. He came off at least if he's not a huge fan of Avenge Sevenfold, he pulled it off Absolutely. certainly to make me believe he is and to make sinister right. believe that he is. Uh he seemed very knowledgeable of the music. He asked specific questions about their songs and remastering one song, yeah. and he pulled that off. And I think, uh, well, I sensed him really enjoying the interview. Right? He was not just respectful. Uh, I wouldn't say he was kind of in awe of this. No, this he, guy, I, don't, I don't
1: think he but, was at all. He was. Um, he was a. It was. He was a,
0: clearly a fan.
1: But it wasn't over the, it wasn't, didn't come across as sort of this over the top uh, yeah. fanboy kind of person. <laughs> no, it was, it was very yeah. democratic as far as how the, the interview was uh, was conducted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's, let's try and see if we can. So what, how can we help Jason? The only things that I started to, that I got confused at was sort of halfway through when he started to do the ads. He seems to have obviously gotten crypto advertisement and he reads these ads about halfway yeah. through the, um, yeah, he has three sponsors. He's got three sponsors, and um, but it's you've got to be paying attention when uh, he kicks into these, and he reads the you know he reads the ad, and then he goes into the next one, and then he goes into the next one, and then he goes back to the interview, and it's a really fluid kind of thing. So I know we talked about this yeah a little so bit earlier. May
0: you know maybe he could do something to transition. Right. Well, I wouldn't even say maybe. Oh, maybe. I would say right. this. This was kind of a fail for me. Okay. The one. I mean, real criticism okay. I had. Is I was actually confused. Right. I had to kind of rewind and go again. Go when did he stop talking about his sponsor and when was he talking again to sinister, and and I I listened to it. I even pulled it into my sound editor yeah. to kind of see it, you know if there's any indication there, and there's nothing. I mean it's like a hundred milliseconds between he finishes the promotion and he starts the next sentence with sinister. In the same tone, there's just no break right. at and, all. And I was confused, too. The
1: only way I could even figure out what was going on was that I, as I was looking at the show, at the notes for the podcast, yeah. I could see there were... I go, oh, he's talking about Paraswap. Oh, that's one of the sponsors. Right. Oh, he's talking about Hadera Hashgraph. Oh, that's one of the sponsors. This is clearly not part of the show. And you're absolutely right. right. So, so we
0: like transitions. We like transitions. Um, we, and we. in this case, he has a musical guest mine. Yeah, right? So I'll, I'll play it for you. I pulled out one just little bit, a little guitar riff thing that I thought he could easily have plugged in at the end of the promotions just to transition this to our uh, the, the next piece, right? So back to the interview. So I'm just going to play this. Right, so that's just like three seconds. Yeah. But... He could
1: go longer
0: on that. You I, could even go longer, yeah, on, go that, longer on that. But I just pulled that out as an example to yeah. say, right, so you just do this. And I'm trying to do this in some of ours, right? Yeah. So in, in places where we're transitioning from something or I'm, I'm inserting a clip like we did with, with Jason earlier, yeah. right, I add a little sound effect at the beginning and at the end so you realize, ah, this is something that's been inserted in yeah. here. It's right? because Jason's yeah. voice is
1: so consistent. So the way he it speaks is. is very, you know, he doesn't go up and down very much. It's, it is, his delivery is very calm and collected. Yep. So it, so when he, absolutely, when he transitions into the advertisements, it's yep. very difficult to tell. So uh, yep. some sort of musical intervention, uh, yeah. both going in and maybe going out, um, yeah. I think could be really yep. used to uh, his up. advantage. Yeah.
0: I also made a note that he doesn't do any kind of a rap At the end. So literally his guest's voice is the last thing you hear. Mm -hmm. Um, And at least of the, I don't know, four or five episodes that I listened to of his, they were all that way. Right. He never comes back and says, thanks for listening. Please, you know, review or subscribe or, you know, there's no music at the end. It just, you know, it just ends. Yeah, now so, we've we've seen this, you know, so the advantage obviously is, is if you're
1: talking about NFTs, one thing you can do is pitch. Because if you've got 200, yeah, if you've got 200 interviews, you can go back and you can say, oh, you know, if you're interested in this, yeah. you know, you plug can go back, one, you know, plug two other ones yep. and, and maybe you'll get some, you know, people going back and, and look. So I think I like that. So his beginning was great. It was fine. He had the, you know, there was no hook. And- no, no hook though. Yeah. What's your, you know. What, yeah. do you, what do you think? I mean, you could have, you know, a couple f bombs from uh, from Sinister. Is that what would you put in there?
0: Um, yeah, I don't think this one. It didn't fail me in that regard. No, I, I guess because um, he started right out with some passion, and you know, he he expressed how excited he was about this guest. He's been trying to get him on. This is going to be one of the best ones of the year. And so, so for me, you know, I was kind of energized right away by his own passionate introduction yeah. of sinister you know and that came you know bam right at the beginning right, I mean, yeah. he kind of says who his sponsors are yeah. um, without getting into it too much he says yep this is you know jason joy you know block crunch and i'm so excited about my guest today right yeah so um so i thought that was okay yeah okay. Um, i didn't feel I, like i really i don't know what this episode's going to be right yeah yeah it's going to be this band and this is a metal band that's into nfts Okay, I'm in. Right? <laughs> let's hear what these guys have to say. I know so, we're big. Yeah.
1: I know we're big. We're big hook fans of the hook. Um, but in this case, you're right. It. It. I don't think it failed by. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. I don't think he was really him. missing something there. Yeah. That. You, you I really like his music, and I like and and his voice is. Re- you know, draws you in. So, well, before we get to uh, another thought, I have on something I think he could do to improve here. Let's talk about the title. Okay. So. I like Block Crunch. I it's do. kind of, you know, yeah. short and sweet and simple. We, you know, we like that. It works well on the cover art. And and then, well, he calls it The Crypto Investor Podcast. I would have been okay with that if you had Block Crunch The Crypto Investor Podcast. But then he adds project breakdowns and founder interviews to the title of the podcast. So, again, depending on where you look, right whether it's an apple podcast or whatever this all gets truncated it does get chopped right? off absolutely yeah so just my recommendation would be you know shorter titles <laughs> now this is not the title of the episode but for in right. general for podcasters the podcast. the podcast title to me should be short could have been just Block Crunch with Jason Choi, <laughs> or Block Chun- the Crypto Investor podcast. Right for um, SEO.
1: Now we we should do you know we maybe you and I should do some more work on on the importance of, of SEO in the discovery space. Right, um, right. Because in this case, I think crypto obviously should be in the in the title. But the fact that it has project breakdowns that nobody would search for or right. founder interviews to me. It's right, you wouldn't be looking complete. for this podcast. You, be, if you were would be searching complete. for those, it's completely right? Completely unnecessary. I like yeah. the title, though. I'm a big fan of long titles. You know, we've talked about long titles before. We've seen, um, I think, who Adam Grant? There's somebody had really long. Yeah, yeah. Somebody. Oh, yeah. Tim Ferriss is the is the oh the, yes the, the king the, of it. The yes. king of the long title. The episode, the episode title. The episode title. And I'm okay title. with that. Right. Obviously, yeah. if Tim Ferriss is doing yeah. it, you can keep on doing it. <laughs> and if you've got the episode number in there that says... If you've got a, a huge number of episodes, if you're up to 178, yeah. then um, you know that gives right. instant credibility. Yeah. So, I,
0: And again, the episode title in this one was, Why This Top-Selling Metal Band Is Using NFTs to Engage Fans. So I thought that was a good episode title.
1: Right. And he adds Sinister Gates. And he adds the Avenged Sevenfold Band. All which I, yeah. I are going to draw people in if they're fans. So yeah, um, yeah. he's doing all he's ticking all the right boxes here. In, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I also like the graphic. It's got his picture. Um, it's easy to read. I like the color thing. Um, it's simple. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's showing his face, unlike his Twitter. Uh, you know, one that shows the back of his head. I, I personally would make it consistent across his brand.
0: On the creativity side, I thought that there was an opportunity here that Jason may be missing. So something we have praised, um, well, Adam Grant for doing this. Yeah. Um, the first time we saw it and loved it was Maya Shankar. Maya Shankar yeah, yeah. In um, a slight change of plans, where um, these folks are experts, yeah. right? They're very, very smart, and so they they do their interview, but then post interview they they go back and they add in right some comments of right. their Offline. own added value yeah. elements. Within this particular one on the metal band, there wasn't anything in particular that like came to my mind and I thought, oh, he should have interjected there and, and added something right. to kind of explain. Um, but I'm absolutely sure, right? He is truly an expert yeah. in this. And I'm thinking that he should not be shy about now and then, right? Again, with a little sound effect. So you know right. <laughs> this is he's going to interject here. This isn't part of the interview. This is him coming in to add some background or to explain something a little further. Maybe his guest has mentioned something that he just wants to make sure um, the audience really understands. Um, Well, we saw this also with like uh, John Lee Dumas, right JLD, entrepreneurs on fire, um, where he would stop and actually come back and almost echo something somebody had said, right? So he speaks to his audience and says, "Oh, did you get that? Did you hear what he just said? So I think this is something that, that Jason yeah, I wouldn't maybe have, I wouldn't do, do that. but I, I think where you,
1: again, for anybody that is putting themselves out there as yeah, an expert, yeah. I think you can take this offline. And say you know reference somewhere else or somebody right, yeah. else that's doing it, or yeah. may cl- clarify the the you know the technical issues around this. Yeah, um, I think it's a great suggestion. I, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. There, so, there, well. there there may be an opportunity there, yeah, but again yeah. the transition
0: would be interesting and yeah. well. And sometimes uh, some of the ways I've seen this done too is when you're doing one of those kind of injected things, uh, and I think of um, Ian Cross, Cross excuse me, not yeah. Cross, Ian Cross forever is a long time, right? He had music in the background. So when he was overlaying something, you had kind of background music, um, or sometimes he even did it. So the person who he was interviewing, their voice would kind of fade out and you'd hear it in the background and he was like speaking over it, right? So, So you could tell by the way he edited in uh, these elements that they were just the interview, right. these well, quite a different type of podcast. Added. I agree. I mean, yeah. I, obviously it's a style. That's a
1: style. Yeah, yeah. Ian, Ian Koss's, um podcast is obviously a very creative. Is, is the the yeah, creativity yeah. is part of what sells yeah. that particular podcast. Yeah. I don't know if Jason would be able to pull that off, but I, I,
0: I, I think you're, yeah. I but think, the point is just, I think your something comment That is distinguishes excellent. it, yeah. right. That just says, Oh, this is added value element. I'm adding to it. You don't need to add 10 minutes. 30 seconds here, 30 seconds there, where he just comes in with a clarifying point or or some other reference data point that just says, oh, yeah, um, they just mentioned this. You know, I just want to share with you. I'm also aware of this that may be of interest to you. Um, You know, and to your point, too, you you could be plugging another podcast episode, too. (laughs) Right. Right. Where you're saying, oh, yeah. And by the way, yep. You know, I also have episode 12 or episode... You know, 60 or whatever that yes, we talked with this other person about right. something similar. Um, you can get more information there. It's so hard to find anything to really criticize yeah there, this there's one no, there's
1: nothing really to 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 criticize. I'm yeah, I don't listen to a lot of crypto podcasts, but my guess is that this is so radically different from the vast majority of podcasts out there in this space that um, it just kind of takes it to the next level. it It's so different.
0: Yeah, that you know he's made well, and and he's built a, an expertise around it, right? And he's clearly been very successful right. at doing this podcast. He's got sponsors. He's got I don't know how, how large his following is here and on subscribers to this, but I'm absolutely sure he's doing very well uh, in that space. So I hope he continues in the podcasting space. Being an early mover is a real advantage because
1: you can build up those episodes, yeah. right? And and every one is just another you know, brick in your in your yeah. fortress. And so it makes it more difficult for people to come along later
0: yeah. and knock you off. Well, and there's a momentum thing there too, sure. right? Well, you know me, I, I like the flywheel effect yes. thing, right? That once you've got a little bit of momentum, what happens is, you know, some of these experts wanna be on your podcast, right? and so once you get some of the experts you get more experts yeah. you get more listeners the more listeners you get the more experts you get uh, right. people want to talk to they want to be right nothing succeeds like success i yeah. I, I you're absolutely right yeah. so um, so so i hope that you know jason continues along this line maybe he branches out maybe he Pivots a little bit in terms of his approach now um, that he's no longer doing this fund. Right, he could you he know, could
1: go into more conventional fintech, I guess, if that you know that was in, was of interest to him. And we'll or, see or investments generally or
0: um, deeper into metaverse yeah. stuff, right? Because uh, although it's a lot of the same underlying tech, uh, you know, this is a very interesting space yeah. too. Um, and there was a lot of discussion here. You know, with sinister about, you know, and them. So you got a metal band that's bought land in the sandbox, <laughs> virtual world yes, land, yeah. right? And they're building a virtual world in the metaverse, yeah. a community, um, and even a, you know, they talked about making that available, doing the the core work and then making it available to other bands that want to leverage what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So they've done kind of the heavy lifting for them and experimented and, you know, failed and learned from it. Uh, And so, and speaking of of failing and learning from it, Sinister at one point used a phrase called failing forward, which uh, I love the phrase, but it reminded me of our last one we just did, right, with uh, Josh Josh Tapp. Tapp. Yeah, so uh, the lucky titan, right? So Josh Tapp is a kind of a classic example of that fail forward mentality of, you know, failures. Okay. I'm learning from this. Where do I go now? Right. And so I think that's the great thing about podcasting. I mean, I think
1: you learn every episode you do, you learn something new and that's the great thing about it. You know, you just have to just pile on these episodes. um, You learn a little bit and you move forward, but it's open to everybody. And again, if you can get, if you can pick an expertise early on, you, keep c- you, building can, keep, that you following. can keep building yep. upon it. You can, you know, you can pivot a little bit, and you know it, it still works. So yeah, yeah. I, I wish uh, I wish Jason, uh, you know, lots of luck in his new um, whatever his new endeavor happens to be. I'm sure that the the, uh, the podcast will carry on. He does a great job.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to call that a wrap. That was our review of Block Crunch with Jason Choi. Please subscribe and. <laughs> Put a review out there for us if you could. We would love to hear your feedback on what we're doing. You have been listening to No Harm in Asking with Michael Kerr and Eric Byron. Thanks for listening. If you'd like us to review your podcast, please let us know. This podcast is sponsored by CoLab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. And we're going to end with some more Avenged (laughs) Sevenfold because I just... Love these guys. Here's a little bit from them. Thanks.